What a play by Tony Walter. Ian Desmond with his 15. Check swing roller. Check swing roller. That was a rocket ship taking off. This ball is long gone. Holbrook, Blackman were tied. Tulowitzki. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto part customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks, delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand's specifications and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com Welcome back to another episode of the Locked On Rockies podcast on your Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Jenna Garcia, host of the Locked On Rockies. You can follow me and all the work I do at Vita Viva Diva on Twitter and Instagram. Today's episode was a crossover pod between Locked On Padres and Locked On Rockies. I get a chance to talk to the host, Javi, about just how great and how much fun he's having covering the Padres. And it's a pretty big contrast to covering the Rockies right now. We haven't talked since before the season when the Padres were kind of the Oh, yeah, the little wild card team, potential team. And all of a sudden, they're the most fun, exciting team in all of baseball. Uh, I'd be joined by Jenna <laughs> Jamal Murray Garcia of Locked On Rockies. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's been balling, so, you know, you have to represent your people. Hey, you know, it was it was supposed to be a compliment. He's been he's been the most quiet 50-point game, 50 points per game guy that I've seen the NBA playoffs in a while. Nobody's really talking yeah, about it. No, it's a compliment. What are kind of your like, you know, initial thoughts? Uh, we're recording this literally right after uh, the fourth game between the Padres and the Rockies. What are kind of your initial thoughts of the series? Things that you noticed uh, that you know happened? I guess the biggest things. Um, geez, what a what a great <laughs> setup for me to just like crap on my team, right? Because they <laughs> really struggled against you guys. For Pete's sake, I think I saw something like they gave up like 56 hits in the four games <laughs> yeah, yeah it's one just of them laughable was like that's the only thing to say yeah part of that because 19 hits in the first game when they won 10-4 part of it was that for sure yeah so Jeez, i don't know i just I, yeah everyone like loves to say that and i hate it when it like is really prevalent in games like this in this series mm-hmm. but because Coors isn't always, like, a thing. They do have the, you know, humidor and st- stuff that they do to combat it. But, like, it's not mm-hmm. always so easy. And if it was – if Coors was so easy to hit in, then why did the Rockies lose 6-0 to zero tonight? Explain that to me. True. Like, they're supposed to be able to hit there, and they're supposed to be used to hitting there, and they can't get 
the offense rolling, like just a really, really like, I mean, it was already bad, right? They couldn't get a win against the Astros, couldn't get a win against the Dodgers. And then we mm-hmm. had to come like right when the Padres were having their hot streak and face you guys. And you guys have a lot of offense and we have like no offense right now. I mean, really struggling. And I mean, when you watch the games, how much like fun did you see happening around the Rockies? That's a great like, point. That's what I was thinking too. And I feel like what we talked about before the preseason, you were saying like, you know, it's not the most jubilant upbeat dugout all the time necessarily. And you, you talked about Arenado, a very serious type of guy, but it's like, I was watching even tonight and I was like, Aaron Otto just quietly made one of the better like defensive plays by third baseman this year. Just went bad his own business. Like nobody seems happy at all. Exactly. Like, oh exactly. My God. They're all like stoic and pissed, like sitting in the dugout. I'm like, did you just see what he did? That was amazing. Yeah. They don't it was get like, hyped for much. Yeah. They don't get hyped for much. And look, I get it. The You know, they've, they've been struggling a lot, but it is kind of crazy. You guys started off and I, I just checked again to, to be sure you guys started off like eight and one to start the season and everyone was like, look, the Rockies, they've got that offense, uh, offensive players, I should say. And, you know, it's got some Kyle Freeland doing all right for you guys and guys like that. Um, (laughs) And it's just, you know, it was one of those teams where we're like, oh yeah, they could be competitive in a 60 game season. And then all of a sudden everything just kind of falling off the rails. When do you think, what was kind of the main thing? Do you think, has there been anything, has there been any particular players that have been struggling more than usual? Yeah, I mean, they did get off to a big hot streak, and and uh, you probably heard Charlie Blackman like hit 500 or something, yeah. and it was like the biggest deal of the world. But it was only for yeah. a couple of days, really. Not to discredit his ability to hit a baseball, he's very good. But um, I think it really fell off because at the beginning of the season, you had your starting rotation, and they were ready to go fresh, right? Mm-hmm. And they were pitching really well but they're young. And so as soon as they face like the tiniest bit of adversity, it's like they can't get back on track or they, they lose it. Right. They really struggle to get over the last game. And I think it's because they don't have fun. Like they don't have like any, you know, like every day is so somber and sad. Like even when they (laughs) do something good, they don't ever like, I don't know, recognize it and like cheer for themselves or anything. So like the players really, let those games the pitchers I feel like let those games linger because they're young and they still don't really know how to bounce back from like a tough loss and then that happened started to happen at the exact same time Arenado's been slumping all year I mean off and on right he's had Mm -hmm. a few hot streaks but really he's been it's been Blackman and Trevor Story carrying the offensive load for this team and um I just think Arenado slumping and then David Dahl David Dahl was supposed to be I'm I mean, he is a great hitter and he had an all-star appearance last year. Even he was, he was doing so well, but he can't stay healthy. He gets injured Mm -hmm. every single season. And I thought for sure this would be the one season he wouldn't right? shortened season. He had extra rest. I thought for sure, like he was going to be the X factor for the team. And he just hasn't been He's on the ice right now. I mean, a a Rockies player that gets hurt. Who's great offensively. It seems like that's kind of what been one of the treads, honestly. (laughs) Uh, of that team for a while i mean whether it be not to be mean but it's like whether it be cargo or tulowitzki like back in the day um tulo who's just like i I mean i don't know if anyone's really just written that big oral history on like all-timer hall of fame talents that literally it was just based on health for him that's literally he was his only weakness basically his whole career 
Um, and I, I was just unbelievable. Right. And yeah, the Rockies team, it's, I, that's a great point. Like, cause the Padres, they hit like a home run when they're still down by four, they look like they're like, all right, let's, let's go everybody. You know, here we go. This is the start of a rally. They yeah. looked amped. They looked happy. Myers, when they're up by a lot, they're like, hey, like it looks more fun. And this was even happening last year. And I know we talked about this before the season started, where the Padres were still a lot of fun to watch last year, where you have everybody freaking out in the dugout. The Rockies just look miserable. They were depressing me. I was like, yeah. And then I saw the dugout. I was like, oh. I was like, oh, I know. You feel bad. It's ridiculous. And I think they've just become complacent to like Arenado making amazing plays. So they don't even think it's something we're celebrating, but they really. That was one thing, like, we'll talk about the trades and everything that happened, but I was, like, really hoping they'd kind of get, like, a loud Latino guy, you know? Like, Tatis is over <laughs> yeah. there, like, shaking his butt, like, twerking yeah. in the dugout for the San Diego, and I'm like, it's fun! They're having fun, even though they're, like, not losing, you know, winning, or even when they're mm-hmm. losing a game, like, they're having fun in the dugout, and it just, like, De- I think Denver really needed a player like that. Although I will say this, uh, Tapia, I, th- I think that's how you say his name. This guy, I'm, I'm, I'm liking him. I'm liking his batting stance. He's, he's kind of got a little bit of a little amp in his step when he's just like, you know, getting, he's moving his shoulders and everything. Then he moves the bat a lot. So on that respect, I don't know how he's <laughs> in the dugout, but uh, it's a great point. And, you know, I even saw on your, like your Instagram story, you'd be like, Hey, seven strikeouts for Marcus. Like, to, I know. I'm trying to cheer them on. You're trying to cheer them on, even though he's because Mark, like, five Ken, like some of these guys follow me on social media. So uh-huh. some of them follow me, and they'll be like, "Thanks for posting." Like, like I'm the only person they've heard good news from in weeks. It's ridiculous. You're their only it's so fan. sad. It really. I'm the only, <laughs> the only fan. Their their own family members don't say anything nice. They go home, and it's just miserable. Jeez, like Louise, man. I mean, so yeah, this this needs- episode is just going to be called Rocky's Depression. Apparently, I mean, she's <laughs> Louise, but it it is true that you guys have been uh, struggling. And meanwhile, on the on the other side of the the pond, I guess you could say, maybe in this case, uh, my team is just they've genuinely made my life better. And I know that like sports fans like saying that all the time, but it's real, man. I'm like. And it really, I think, kick-started last week. And this was just a, a series and the the great comeback one that they had the other day um, off of your boy, uh, Jake McGee. I say your boy, even though I have him on my fantasy team, so technically I was I'm the one getting so glad he's not that, with but... the Rockies. <laughs> um, I remember when he was there, I, I was reminded of that, and I was like, oh, wow, like Jake McGee, look at him doing well on the Dodgers, and then they, they beat him up. He got beat up the other day, so I'm like, oh, maybe, maybe he wouldn't have helped them anyway. If you're like me, you probably start thinking about what to eat for dinner while you're eating lunch. I love food. That's why I love using Postmates. They deliver food from every restaurant I can think of right to my door. But Postmates doesn't just deliver burgers and sushi. They actually make my life easier with grocery delivery and whatever I can think of delivery too. Convenience stores, clothing stores, you name it. So no more trips to the store, no more late night fast food runs. I don't even have to worry about where to grab lunch anymore. Just download Postmates on iOS or Android, find your favorites, and get anything you want delivered within the hour. For a limited time, Postmates is giving our listeners $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. To start your free deliveries, download the app and use code LOCKEDON. That's code LOCKEDON for $100 of free delivery credit with no minimum purchase for your first seven days when you download the Postmates app. 
anything you need, anytime you need it. Post made it. Can the Guinness Book of World Records give 2020 world's greatest delay of game? Even though sports had a break, your business didn't. You have to keep moving, and that makes hiring more important than ever. Indeed is here to help. Indeed.com is the number one job site in the world because Indeed gets you the best people fast. Unlike other sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility over your hiring. Right now, Indeed is offering our listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job post, which means more quality candidates will see it fast. Try Indeed out with a free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash LockedOnMLB. This is their best offer available anywhere. Go right away to Indeed.com slash LockedOnMLB. Terms and conditions apply. Offer valid through September 30th. Today, you know, was the trade deadline. Um, you might have heard mm-hmm. the Padres made a, a crap ton of moves. AJ Preller decided to trade for every player in the league. But I want to know, firstly, uh, since I've already talked about it on my podcast, what's kind of the perspective on the Rockies right now? Where did they go from here? Because as far as I know, they didn't really make any big splashes. Could they have made any other deals? Should they have made any other deals? Like, what's kind of the the current mindset on the Rockies' future following the deadline? Yeah, well, I mean, I think it was pretty obvious that the Padres made like a lot of win now kind of moves, right? Yeah, and which is, which is exactly what Rockies fan, Rockies fans, Rockies Nation, whatever they call themselves, like that's what they wanted to see, you know. And they've been mm-hmm. wanting to see that for years because it's just like a ticking time bomb for when our Arenado is walking away from the like from the Rockies, right? That's mm-hmm. all that this is, and it's like if we cannot surround him with players who can win now, we will. Like, have watched the greatest defensive third baseman of a generation and him not win. Like, he's like, it's like Mike Trout kind of level. Like, the fact that Mike Trout's never been to the playoffs, that's how it feels with Arenado. Like, what are we wasting time for? Um, The Rockies did two trades at the deadline. They got uh, um, bullpen pitcher righty Michael Givens from the Mm -hmm. Orioles. Yeah, I do think he'll be... I think he'll be good for the Rockies, but then again, you say that about every pitcher who was good before they came to Colorado to pitch, and then they become Jake McGee. So, and Jake <laughs> McGee used to be Jake freaking McGee. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I don't yeah. even know. Like, so Jake crazy. McGee, hero of the pod right now. Yeah, yeah. And then the second one, they only they only did two really um, big moves and. The second one was Kevin Pillar from Boston right. coming oh, yeah, right. to kind of take mm-hmm. in that extra pos- that spot in the outfield. Uh, that's kind of it's not been bad, right? Like you said, Tapia has been taking that that leadoff hitting spot, and he's been playing center field. Um, he's been doing pretty well in the nine games that he's led off. Did you notice? You said you liked his batting stance. Did you notice yeah. how he clicks elbows together? Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. this is cool. <laughs> this guy's cool. Yeah, that's was, like his thing. Literal, his literal like batting stance windup was the most exciting thing about watching the Rockies play this weekend, which is crazy. <laughs> oh my God, I'm definitely <laughs> tweeting that out after this episode. Full disclosure. Go for it. <laughs> the best thing you saw was that. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah that that's, says that's a lot is. about the team. Yeah. <laughs> But like, but do you Tapia's, think? Um, 
do you think that they could have made like like what's going on with the farm system was there was is it possible that maybe they didn't have any pieces to trade right now uh for the deadline and maybe it's just or is it just like a, a in general thing which i think is is fair to say for a lot of teams where it's like do you want to be trading guys for like say you trade for a starting pitcher for example like you technically would only get them for like four starts this year so what's kind of like the, the attitude on that do you think yeah yeah, I don't think they were in the market for a starting pitcher just mm-hmm. because of exactly that reason. And they do have like five healthy guys right now that are mm-hmm. doing okay, right? I don't think that the the reason the Rockies have been losing has been like a full-on implosion of the starting pitchers. I think it's been a lot more of the fact that they can't get their offense to like hit guys home. You know, Tapia is doing everything he can to get on base and he's doing pretty <laughs> darn good at it and no Mm -hmm. one hits him home like you saw tonight they had nolan with two guys on base he leaves them on base late in Mm -hmm. that whatever his last at bat was and then right before that inning before that trevor story left two guys on base too and it's just like i don't know what they're doing you know i i i really hope that kevin pilar brings the um offense you know, he he did hit well when he played for the Giants in Coors Field. He, he hit pretty well against us, so hopefully he will hit well for us. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the, the bigger thing, the reason they didn't make a bigger splash is because I don't think their guys really have a lot of value right now. Like, it's kind of like a hard sell. And the mm-hmm. guys that they that do have value, they don't want to get rid of. Yeah, it's it's very – you're right. Like, it's kind of like a top-heavy team. You know what I mean? Like, you're, you're not getting rid of Trevor's story at the deadline, right? Like, it's right. just very, yeah, it's, they're stuck at a rock and a hard place. <laughs> um, you could say right now. Um, Thanks for tuning in, guys. Make sure to check out tomorrow's episode where Javi and I talk about the Nolan Arenado situation in some more depth. And we look at whether it's time for the Rockies to move off of Nolan or not. <laughs>